y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about the Olympics, Sausage Party, Florence Foster Jenkins, Nerve, and Adele. Yes! With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. I like all those things. I was going to put the get down, but you haven't watched it. No. And I don't really think you should. That's our review right there. I mean, it just really was not good. Wait, did I introduce you yet? Yeah. Adrian Gomez, how yeah. are you? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Don't fake laugh. I realize that I'm surrounded by a lot of people who fake laugh. Am I not funny? You being one of them. I don't fake laugh. Yes, fake laugh. I can't. I can't. Okay. So how's your life? Um, It's good. I was just telling you I'm about to be off for like a week. <sighs> okay. So we'll start with the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You've been wa- we've been watching fairly regularly. I've watched almost. There's only one day that came on where I didn't watch any of it, and it's because we went to see Adele. Right. And I forgot to record it. Correct. I remember. The best thing about it has been Michael Phelps. Yeah, and that's what's also easy. I feel like I don't know if it's just because it's this year, but like I feel like I can read more about it, like immediately. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Well, the guy from NBC, whatever the president's name is at NBC, said that the ratings have been like 19 percent down from uh-huh. London. Or whatever. But he said that's because people are streaming it oh. online. Or he said a lot of people are watching. You know, he said, like, some of the Michael Phelps runs or whatever have, like... Uh, <laughs> you literally just, like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Phelps Some of the run. Michael Phelps runs have, like, 100 million views on YouTube. From this Olympics? From this Olympics. Wow. So it's like you can't, he's like, you can't box it anymore to... Just Exactly. Cheer. So he said in like a month, they'll be able to tell you how many people watched the Olympics, like in total. That's incredible to me. Yeah. It's also the most DVR'd Olympics ever, which I think is interesting. I, I will say this. Last time, it was only three hours at night. This time, some nights it's five hours. That's too much. That's, too, that's not a highlights thing anymore. Also, I just want to see the Americans. No shade. But, like, when you're trying to get through all those eight girls or five, what are they, final five girls or whatever in the gymnast mass? I can't talk. I'm turning it off. <laughs> the final five when they're doing their flips or whatever. Right. I don't need to then see a little girl from Russia in the middle of it. It's you don't like, think? just skip over her. You I don't... guess it heightens the Yeah, the competition. That's the whole competition. But at the same time, when they there's a hundred events in one night, like, you have to just go with what we want to see. Okay, now here's what's annoying. That one morning, I was watching it at, like, I started at, like, 7 o'clock. Yeah. It was horses for, like, five hours. Yeah, that's on, why like, they have highlights at night. I was not interested. And then that horse basically broke its own neck. <laughs> and then you were fell. interested. And I filmed it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've fast-forwarded through so much. I've seen none of, like, the beach volleyball. God bless those people. And they are playing their hearts out. But those people aren't fa- I mean, here's the thing. I find myself only watching the famous people. Oh, well, yeah, that's always the case. But then I'm like, how am I supposed to know the other people? How are they supposed to get famous if I don't even give them a chance? Well, they in a way have their own followings already. Exactly. You know what I mean? They they're probably from small towns. Exactly. They, it's like American Idol. Like the Heat. Oh a, yeah. Doesn't watch any. It doesn't like any of the swimming. And to me, that's the best part. So you think everybody has their thing? What is your thing? Well, I like like I said, just like the famous people. 
But so what I, is your so, thing, like your sport, if you want to watch it in summer? Su- swimming, probably. I only really watch two things that I actually will pay attention to. Mm. The swimming and the gym, the girls' gymnastics. Mine's dressage. What's that? Where the horses dance. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah, you've never seen it? <laughs> what are you They go like this, they go. No. I swear. I'll show you. Let's <laughs> find it. Okay. Dressage. Dressage. Okay. I think that's how you say it. Here's know. the worst part of the Olympics. No shade. Gabby Douglas. I have a lot of things. Number one, why is her hair not fixed? And I understand she's had a lot of people go on her for doing natural hair or whatever. Uh It's not about being doing natural hair. It's about the fact that you're representing your entire country. And all of your other teammates are in full hair and makeup and you are not. So it looks unprofessional. It is strange. It has nothing to do with her hair being natural and her not having like a wiglet or Mm -hmm. like whatever. But it has to do with the fact that like... All the other girls have perfectly quaffed buns and ponytails or whatever, yeah. including the other black girl on your team. Simone. And you have no makeup on, not a bow or anything in your hair, and your ponytail is coming apart. So you think it's just carelessness? I think, well, I think she's trying to prove a point because she said that a lot of people gave her a hard time for how she looked last time. But it's not about how she looks. It's the fact that you just don't look like... Presentable. Present, you don't look professional. Yeah. I don't get that. Also, I don't know if it's editing or she's just not into it this time, but there were several moments mm. where she isn't standing when everybody else is standing, clapping for Simone. Mm-hmm. Like, all the other girls on her team are standing. She's not. She didn't put her hand over her heart during the thing. Do you think that was on purpose? No. that's. I'm sure she was caught up in the moment of whatever. Right. She, in all the interviews, has just been like, whatever. When they were sitting in the little group interview with, what's that guy's name? Bob. Costas. He, first of all, do you remember when he had pink eye? Or he yes. got sick? <laughs> That's all I That was last year. It was like pink eye. Yeah, I remember. His eyes were like. They were like puffy. <laughs> he was drunk. What was wrong with him? He had pink eye. Oh, it looked so bad. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, when they were doing their little group interview after they won gold, he, I mean, he was asking them all these questions and Gabby Douglas had her arms crossed and just was like over it. So, I don't know if it's editing but she just doesn't, like, it just is not a good look for her this time. And I keep wondering, like, are you coming back to this in two, four years or whatever? Because if so, like, don't you want to be a little more, like... Maybe this is her way of saying, I'm done with yeah. that. But, you know, Simone Biles, I just read, which is I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. First of all, she's not even been in college yet, I don't think. Yeah. And she basically, I guess in college, you either have to choose to be professional or be in the oh, NAACP, yeah. whatever. That's I think that's the racial one. What's it called? Yeah, NAACP is the... <laughs> NCAA. Yeah. College tournaments. And yeah. she decided, F it, I'm already in the Olympics, so why be in college yeah. competitions? I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But why not? Why wouldn't she? You could be better than everybody in the entire world. Yeah, they. I mean, they said over and over she's the best gymnast in ever, the entire world. Ever, they said best gymnast of all time. That's insane. So the Olympics have been a good time. They're almost over. Just like some random things still. I would be sad if I was the last day because like nobody cares anymore. When's it over? Next week already? It's this week sometime. Damn. Yeah. Went by fast. Allie Raisin's parents, the best part of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But where's Michaela Maroney? You know she has a... a who? Michaela Maroney from last year, the girl who did that face in that picture when she won. Oh, yeah. She's a singer now. She's trying to have, like, an R&B career. Where is she? I'll show you pictures. She's not doing gymnastics anymore? Nope. She retired. Oh, yeah. What did she do? She was out. 
on the podium. <laughs> yeah, that. that was funny. Okay, next we're going to talk about Sausage Party. So we saw a couple movies this week. Starting yes. Well, Adrian saw two and a half movies this week. We saw Sausage Party last night. <laughs> I fell asleep. I we fell sat asleep. in the second row. First off, we had to cock our heads up. I do not. I had to literally slouch in my seat so I could see at a good angle. And you know, in the beginning, it's like mm-hmm. this, like sweeping. Oh yeah, and you remember we everything were talking was about- flipping around, and you missed. I mean, it only got worse as it went along. So, Sausage Party is an adult cartoon, right? I think that is a smart idea. It is smart. They'd have never known exactly. That before, I, I mean, think. obviously, the theater was packed, so they were doing something right. Seth Rogen, that whole world of people, Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, James Franco, all those people. Yes. I mean, that's not really my thing. Why do I keep thinking Mindy Kaling was in that? She was in This Is The End, right? She was. Yeah. But I keep thinking, like, somewhere I feel like I heard her voice And in what it. was the Christmas one? Mm. The night before? I didn't. I don't know what that is. You know what I'm talking about? Where he was Jewish. Oh, obviously he's Jewish. Oh, uh, The Night Of or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, she was in that too, I think. So she's like dabbles in that world. Into that world, yeah. Yeah, I understand where you think that. Um, so it's about food that finds out what happens when they leave the grocery store. Which is but, interesting. It's a good concept. Yeah. I think it would have worked better as like a short before a movie. But I think before what movie? Who, like before like This Is The End? Yeah, or something like that. It's I guess. A really Like the first 10 minutes I thought were great. So even, even yeah, they were fine. I was laughing, and then after that, like, after an hour, I was like, why are we still watching food run around? Like, this isn't cute. It got less yeah. and less cute as I mean, what on. was super appropriate. I mean, there are two, I mean, some of the objects that we're watching are inappropriate, oh, yeah. too. But it's just their humor. It's dumb yeah. boy crap exactly. humor. You know what I mean? So, if you love that kind of thing, go see it. You'll probably love it. If you smoke weed, get lit and go. You'll probably be like, <laughs> this is the funniest that. movie ever. That's who it's aimed for. Get lit. You know, is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's what it is. That's not really my kind of thing. So, like, after two seconds when every time... The only time anybody was laughing in the audience is when they said a bad word. Those kind of movies drive me nuts. But it is funny. It is funny, but it's like, if that is all you have to rely on after two hours. But, I mean, like, there were a lot of funny things. When the... Well, I can't really say any of it. No, it's all... It's I was going to say it's something, it's too. It's very sexual. If you have any sort of inhibitions about dirty movies mm-hmm. or whatever, don't go. It was strange because the crowd... I was trying to like get a feel of the crowd. I always tried doing that. There was like a good mix of people, but some the people next to us walked out. Of yeah, the people next to us walked out. The people in front of us were complaining about how bad, dirty it yeah. was. And all I kept thinking was when me and my mom went to see Brokeback Mountain, and by the end of the movie, we were the only two people left in Literally there. Literally the only two? Literally. It was full, and then it was empty. What did people think it was? Yeah, exactly. That's just like that movie last night. I thought, how? first of all, it's called Sausage Party, and it's rated R. That's all. I mean, there should be no other, like... I mean, the billboard is a hot dog leaning up. Or like a, a hot dog in a bun. This is like, get your fill or something. Na- it was nasty. Okay, that's that. Next, we're going to talk about Florence Foster Jenkins. <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins, which apparently not a lot of people knew existed. No. I asked somebody today, they were like, yeah. what is that? Is the new Meryl Streep movie, it stars Hugh Grant and that boy from Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. And who actually plays the piano in the movie. I did not realize that. Interesting. He's like, I was wondering that. trained pianist of course. prior to this. I watched something with Meryl today, she said it. Mm. Um, uh, oh, so it's about this woman in the 30s? 40s. 40s? 44. Exactly. 
40s who um she's like this very to do about town woman who like inherited all this money and she basically supports all the arts in new york Mm -hmm. but she also has this love of like singing and she can't sing so it's like about how this world is sort of built up around her where she thinks she's this amazing singer but really everybody's just laughing at her it's sad it's sad but a comedy dramedy yeah sure the last 10 minutes alone makes it a drama. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. It's sad because it's real. But... Yeah, a true story. Meryl was fantastic. Oh, yeah. As she always is. I do, there was, I was telling Adrian, there's an article on Hollywood Reporter that's talking about how Meryl has sort of decided to coast by the last, like, set of years mm. since Doubt. How she basically has decided to play these like larger than life women. You think who, honestly that was the last time she was like fantastic? Or, no, like, no, not I'm not out. saying the last time she was fantastic. Just the last time she chose a completely different type of genre. Type okay, of that movie. makes more sense. Because yes. like even everything, her comedies, her dramas, all. Or I do understand what they're saying. Larger than life women who have problems, but they're they never really dive into them. Yeah, like that was my problem with the Iron Lady. Mm. They scratched a lot of really dark things, but never went there. Because they, she tries to keep it, like, accessible. Mm-hmm. That's a choice Meryl Streep is making. Because she's the one picking all of these movies. For sure. It's not like... And she said in that thing today, a lot of times she says yes to movies without reading the script. She does it because people pitch it to her. And she says she can tell by, just by the idea and how people are describing it if she wants to do it or not. And I thought, that's very weird. And that's why she did The Giver. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, The Giver is like a children's classic, so I understand it's like Pete's Dragon. I mean, like, those people want to do it because that's what it is. But read the script. Like, don't be a fool. Yeah. It's the I'm same sure thing Robert does. De Niro's doing. Oh, I'm sure. So, anyway, Meryl Streep was great. Hugh Grant was fantastic. Oh, yeah. One of the best movies he's ever been in. Mm-hmm. Name another Hugh Grant movie that you liked. About a Boy. Oh, that is good. But that's just about it. That's Richard all I can remember. Never saw it. Notting Hill. Never saw it. <sighs> Adrian, you kill me. <laughs> Um, four weddings and a funeral. Uh, I saw that. He's great in that. Yeah, it's a good time. Peter Dinklage is in that, or is that the new one? Huh? I don't know. Um. So yeah, it was a great movie. It's a good comedy, but it's also a good drama. Yeah, I agree. it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It almost did make me cry. I oh, can't yeah. remember now the part, but I was like, oh, I remember at the end, but I'm not gonna. Say no, it was earlier. I think it was when she was sitting watching that woman sing. I don't know. There oh, were a lot yes, of moments that I was just like, Meryl, yeah. like, there was just something about her face. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you like pull me in. Yeah. Even Ricky in the Flash. My mom said it was the most she's ever cried in a movie, which I don't believe we saw the notebook. Um, so that's that. I would definitely say go see him. We also saw Nerve. Which was surprisingly good. That's like the surprise <laughs> hit of the summer for me. Wow. In terms of just not knowing what it is about and it, then seeing it and being like, okay, this is actually fun. Yeah. Nerve, if you haven't seen anything about it, first of all, you haven't been watching MTV, um, but Nerve is a movie starring Emma Roberts and James Franco. Dave Dave Franco, Franco, excuse me. And they, um, wait, can I go back for two seconds? I was surprised that Edward Norton was in Sausage Party in such a large role. Who was he? The Bagel. Oh, that's right. Interesting. Also, Sammy Bagel Jr., yeah, okay. So, Nerve is a movie starring Emma Roberts and Dave Franco. It's sort of like 
Uh, it's all about internet bullying in the grand scheme. But it's about, like, this girl joins this live broadcast where she gets dares. If she doesn't do them, she loses. If she does them, she gets, like, crazy amounts of money. It's like Periscope and Pokemon Go come together. And Tron Legacy. Oh, yeah. So, it was especially poignant because of Pokemon Go. I oh, yeah. And I'm sure they, I mean, they had no idea when they were making the movie. No. But it's, so it's all about, yeah, so it's that, that, so she goes around and does all these crazy things. She, like, takes a dress. She, like, uh, kisses a stranger in public. And gets sucked into the game, all, exactly, basically. Doing all, and then, exactly. So, it was a very good movie. It had a great soundtrack. It oh, definitely yeah. is, like, an MTV kind of movie. Oh, yeah. I told you this then, I still agree. So, Julia Lewis, who I love, was the mother. Hmm. I think they messed up by trying to include a, an adult in that story and in that world because it takes it to another level that they didn't go into. They just sort of like, because all of a sudden her mom's like watching her holding a gun and the mom's like, oh no, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And it's like, in real life, none of that. She would like call the police or like go after her or like. Well, in real life, none of that would happen. Well, <laughs> duh. But I'm just saying, like, as far as the world they had built, it didn't make sense to have this mom, like, clutching her pearls offside being like... Where's the money Because it was just a storyline that didn't need to exist. It's true. But I really did like it. And Emma Roberts, I don't think she's a great actress still. Mm. But she does pick roles that suit her. Yeah. And that is a strength. And also, it's just, like, fun to look at. Like, oh, the entire movie absolutely. is just, like, fun. And it moved very quickly. Oh, yeah. Short. Oh, yeah really i mean timing is such a thing it's like if it's gonna be two hours it needs to be like the Bourne movie that held my attention the whole two hours right but even sausage party i fell asleep during well also it's because it was what time of day it was that moved pretty quick though it was only an hour and 29 minutes or something like that i know but i'm just i don't know what it is recently this is the most i've ever fallen asleep in movies well if you are not into it you go to sleep in two seconds oh yeah if you're into it you'll sit up I couldn't tell last night if you were asleep or not because you were like propped up grinning. I thought you were awake. And I also thought if Adrian looks over at me and I'm gawking at his face, he's going to be like, stop looking at me. Well, you know, I got Why some am I that... intimidated by you? <laughs> Patrick pissed me off last one of those times because he tickled me to wake me up. I said, uh-uh. don't ever tickle me again. <laughs> Remember when I took a picture of you while you were asleep? Oh, I hate that. That's the maddest that. you've ever been at me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. Go see Nerve. It'll be on MTV like the end of the year. You don't need to go see it. It'll be on Netflix in like two weeks. Oh, great. That's the definition of like a Netflix movie. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so finally we're going to talk about Adele. Oh, We yeah. saw Adele at the Staples Center on Wednesday. The IP. We sat probably the worst seats I've ever sat in the Staples Center, but... Here's the thing. We still, it was still unreal. There were was they, not a bad seat in the Were house. they worse seats than Kelly? Yeah, we were a section over. over. But the way right. for staging was, it didn't matter. No. Sure, we didn't get to see the band, but that'll matter. Mm. You trying to see Adele. And they had that big old projection. Or that exactly. TV screen, basically, that exactly. showed what was going on. So, I think the ultimate compliment for her is that she made the Staples Center feel intimate. Yes. The biggest arena in LA. Absolutely. It felt like, not like you were one of five, but it felt like you were, she was talking to you. Yeah. She was never even facing our direction. No. But like she, it felt like she was really interacting with the crowd. Even though she actually interacted with like four people. And that's what my friend said at work. He said, I didn't go see her just for that reason. Because he said, he thinks in his head, Adele is supposed to be intimate. It's like, why didn't she do the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah. You know, something like that. It's more intimate. Not really. In a way. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
But I mean, it's not the Staples Center. Yeah. She did the Staples Center because she could sell it out. For oh, exactly. Five days, ten days, whatever she did. But she sounded incredible. I love that her voice. You saw exactly where her voice breaks and where it was too low. You know, and I love that because that makes her real and exactly. a human. And she's not a spectrum. perfect vocalist. She mm-hmm. never has been. And it was, but she sounded absolutely incredible. It was such a good time. And she sang all the hits. Would you go see her again? Yes, but it'd have to be years later. Or like it had to be at least another CD. I wouldn't go see her again. Like if she did another tour like Adele again, I'm not trying to see that. But that's what's called Adele again. again. Yeah. Uh, like that was the best thing is she's never done a big tour like yeah. this so this one was sort of her like acknowledgement of here's my career thus far mm-hmm. yeah and that's how, it's just hard like Kelly Clarkson is really the only person I'm trying to see over and over like if she doesn't have a CD and she just does a tour I'm going but I don't need to see I know but you don't feel about her the same way I do but it's, or like Beyonce could do that yeah. because Beyonce has so many songs but like Adele it's like it was amazing to hear all those songs yeah. that have meant so much in my life. For sure. Like, been a part of my life. To hear them live, but I don't need to go hear it again, like, tomorrow. I guess that makes sense. Unless it's going to be, like, at the Wiltern and we're going to be close up. And that would be different. Oh, yeah. I would it's like Casey. She's still doing that same tour. And she's going to be at the thing. The Forum. Or, no, what's the outdoor? The Greek. Greek Theater. But I already saw that tour, so I'm like, I'm not trying to go sit through it again. I would go see her. Adele? No, Casey, Casey Musgraves. I know, you should. Just to hear her sing Biscuits and Gravy. I love that song. Mm. Okay. So our question this week is actually about Adele. Andrew Hartman, who I'm 99% sure I know who that is. Hey, yo. Hey, how's it going? Um, I absolutely know who that is. Okay. Hi, how are you? <laughs> um, so he said, since Adele said no to the Super Bowl, who should be the halftime show? That's a good question. First of all, they just sent that in today or what? The question was today. That's fascinating to me. Love. Who should be the Super Bowl? Rihanna. Rihanna would be a good halftime show. She has so many hits. She's a good time in one way or another for everybody. The end. Here's my worry. Since Adele so publicly announced that she said no to it, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling they'll have somebody that's old. Because, uh, like, in my mind, Taylor Taylor Swift, Swift. who has never done the halftime show, should do it. She should have done it last time, to be honest, because that was more in the peak of her moment, like, for a CD and everything. And she should have a CD soon, so maybe she'll have a whole other thing. But, like, I'm like, Taylor Swift is not going to say yes to the halftime show now. Oh, absolutely not. Because Adele said no. Exactly. Nobody wants to be sloppy seconds. So I have a feeling it's going to be, like... The who again. Bruce Springsteen. Oh God, no! I hope not. He, he did, did it. it, yeah. But Bruno Mars, did he not do it before this past year? He did. Oh wait, he did it, and then he came back out for Coldplay. For Coldplay, right? We'll see. The halftime show, yeah. Taylor Swift is my vote still. She is the quintessential like American pop star now, or Rihanna, like you said. Rihanna's a little hoochie for the Super Bowl, though. But Beyonce did it. You call them Beyonce a hoochie? I mean, they're just about equally hooched. Now they are. Yeah. I I would say, I think maybe Rihanna would do it. Yeah. What's she gonna do? Sing Kiss It, Kiss It Better, baby? Love. Stop it. What's that new song? Love on, on the, the Brain. brain. That's lit- Rihanna has literally gone down the toilet in music. And I already thought she was already halfway down the drain. <laughs> like, she... None of this new stuff is good. Rest in peace. <laughs> and the best thing is they still play all of it because it's Rihanna. Oh, yeah. Forever. 
there were, I was reading an article today about Britney Spears, how she's not doing well now because she doesn't have the cool factor anymore. Mm. That she sort of lost after that Will I Am song, which I totally had forgotten. I don't about. remember. Scream and shout. Oh yeah. Mm. And yeah, which was just an okay song. Yeah. But you loved it because it was Britney Spears and him. But like, so they were saying that she that she's not gonna. It's always gonna be harder for her to like have a hit on pop radio because she's not cool anymore. Whereas Rihanna can have hit after hit after hit, even though her music is just okay right now, or she's sort of like in a weird. But place. I also feel like uh, Rihanna came in at the right time for social media too. Oh, Britney definitely. has you like know like Selena Gomez exactly. Oh yeah, that's how their hand is still in everything. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because they are in on like memes and dumb stuff that's happening on the internet and all this other kind of exactly. Nonsense, so you're right. That's what I think. Um, you're right. Uh, and so that's that. Our so that's our question for the week. If you want to email us your question, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Thank you, Andrew. Nice hearing from you. Um, so this week, your song that you can't get enough of is what's yours? I need to find mine one more time. Mine is easily "God Provides" by Tamala Man. So tonight, close your eyes. There's no more need to fight. Watch God provide. He will provide before your eyes. He will, He will. Close your eyes, there's no more need to. music get into it literally the best do you think it's the best um gospel song in the last five years okay so no tasha cobb but she's (laughs) incredible she was faint she got famous from working with kurt franklin then she's on house of pain with tyler perry and all the tyler perry movies is she like the main character on that show one of them oh she's the wife right yeah wow wait no they're meet the browns what's house of pain i don't know but i know you're confusing all these show <laughs> well they're all Tyler Perry shows Tyler I mean it's Meet the Browns that's right and her husband in real life is the husband on Meet the Browns and he can also sing apparently incredibly but is he a gospel singer well he doesn't have a career as a singer but he has a good voice uh-huh. he, my mom said he came out and like talked before her at the concert and he sang a little bit oh that's cute but anyway this is amazing and you should start the clip halfway through the song where she starts screaming oh, you don't want it from the beginning I mean maybe but I or no, should I just the, the whole thing like that Kelly no, song like I just did. the end where she starts screaming that, and she goes those I notes that I keep trying to hit my car 
I'm not have a voice again. Like that week I first really got into Tori Kelly and I lost my voice a little bit because I kept trying to get so, to notes in the car. Okay. That's mine that. is uh, the new Bonnie Vare song, 22 Over Soon. Have you heard it? I have not. It might be over soon. This is like very different. Name a song of his. He did like Skinny Love for Emma Forever Ago, Holocene, like all. He won Best New Album or whatever it is. Best yeah, album I remember. The Grammys, remember? You should just listen to it. Okay. I'll play it for you. It's okay. a good time. I'll jam. Yeah. And you're going to see him. October. So exciting. Uh, and finally, this, or no, two more things. Look, This week you are looking forward to Alex and Sam coming. Uh, amen. Two of my favorite people in the world are coming to LA. And now by association, mine obsessed they're the best people in the world safe travels um so that's that oh and also the are you the one finale is this week i'm so curious to see if they get it they i don't think that they will and also if they get it which first of all we know it's rigged obviously and it's fake and it's all blah blah blah. but this if they get it this time it's 100 percent rigged and you'll never watch it again i watch it every season it's still good tv I mean, like, coupled, I watched the whole thing, and and I thought, this is the worst thing I've ever watched, but then I thought, I wonder if it's coming back. You didn't watch Dating Naked. I haven't watched any of it. I keep forgetting. Maybe I'll watch one tonight. Okay, is the VH1 app on the old Apple TV? I think it is. Yes, it is. MTV is on. Okay. And uh, finally, your goober of the week. Justin Bieber. Why? He says he's going to make his uh, Instagram private. I follow him already, though. But he said he's going to. And then, like, what, delete all the people? 
maybe delete or like just keep people from following him because of that picture he posted of that girl Lionel uh-huh. Richie's daughter uh-huh. he said people just hate on him too much but I just thought turn off your comments you can Kylie do that Jenner. now you could do it and nobody's not liking Kylie Jenner ever you don't even have to think twice about anybody but he's just a fool he just taught see the thing is that's a problem when you are allowed 20 when you're required 24 hours a day to talk comment acknowledge things post stuff keep everybody in the loop 24 hours a day mm-hmm. the way social media is right now you're gonna inevitably say stupid stuff that's true. not half the celebrity like saying dumb like little flubs they get into now mm-hmm. they wouldn't get into had if we weren't in that age yeah, I just it's think it's too dumb. Much. Yeah, I mean, you have ways to work around that, so just do it. Exactly. As opposed to complaining. Also, hire somebody to delete all those comments. Exactly, I'll do it. Yeah, literally. for free. Mm, I need money. Just give me like a house. You know what I mean? That's I not like... free then. Well, the, they pay for it, and yeah. that's it. That's again not free. <laughs> that's the thing they pay for. Uh, my goober of the week is Thomas Gibson. Oh yeah, who kicked the writer on Criminal Minds and is now fired. And, and all I think suing. is Greg. From Dharma and Greg. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you were like one, so I hope not. But I was just like, oh no. And I've met him at work. He's very nice. Why would he go and sue them? Well, he didn't sue them yet. But he's gearing he's up to do He hired a lawyer it. just in case things were mishandled. That's so dumb. I know. Well, he he said, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. But he, I mean, he kicked somebody, and they, and then now he has this whole history of all. These oh yeah, he's said like, before. We just didn't know. He's like choked people. Yeah, he's like pushed people uh, down. Like why would you You're ever a professional. do that? Gabby Douglas, comb your hair. Thomas Gibson, stop putting your hands on other professionals. We're all adults. Oh yeah, for sure. But then again, it's kind of fun. Oh, so I mean, here we have. <laughs> I'd be filming it. <laughs> Literally, I was watching a fight earlier on the on Instagram, and the people behind was just a line of cell phones. The world is ending, y'all. Okay, so that's our podcast for this week. If you want to hear us outside this podcast, you can find us on youtube.com slash tallpawpictures, on Instagram at Curry Terrell, and at Adrian J. Gomez, on Facebook at, uh, no, that's not an app. <laughs> you Facebook, don't even know what oh, it is. I hate doing this. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry, and on Twitter at Curry Terrell, and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And if you have a question for us, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Um, auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> That's goodbye in German. Okay. Say it. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>